you think you know what we're going to talk about. But unfortunately, I fell down a damn rabbit hole and I've not gotten out yet. <laughs> Knife bros. I literally googled Sebastian Stan hands. But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. Well, yeah, because like, usually in astrology, they would partner up air signs with fire signs. All right, you can, you can hoggle. Time travel stories. and At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. Well, we should make it a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take German in school. I barely took, I took Spanish and I don't remember any of it. Three Fates Decide podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Three Fates Decide. My name is Sam. I am here with my two co-hosts, Liz and Mary. Say hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. So tonight we have a topic that I'm actually really excited about. You know, the craziness that is Reddit and the people that share their <laughs> their story on Reddit. So I'm super excited. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> there's always like with it, with any piece of social media, there's always like the uh, funny, positive stuff. And then there's like the dark side. But we've already discussed the dark side on a different episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so I want to do the I want to do the funny stuff. Or at least the stuff that like you just can't believe someone like something like happened like that you know so um i actually kind of got this idea i like to watch like on youtube <laughs> there's the charlotte debray who always reads like about bridezillas and uh entitled people and stuff like that and that's kind of like where i got like the inspiration to like kind of bring this topic to you guys because it's so funny <laughs> like that people actually think that they have that much entitlement to yeah so yeah hmm. i i listened to r slash on youtube and um miss he used to be uh the youtube the another youtuber called he used to be called mr reddit now he's called mr redder mm -hmm. and i i watch the i listen to those two they're funny because I like r slash slightly better because he actually gives his own commentary on the uh, on this on the subreddits that he's reading. So and sometimes they're just funny. Yeah. Does anyone in particular want to start? I mean, I can start and uh, we, we, we can start off with a bang and kind of just go. Uh, that's a little this is just this one's just a little odd to me. And then, and then we can go to funny and then just shake our heads at the entitled entitlement of people. How's that sound, ladies? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. All right. It's all good to me. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm a huge fan of the subreddit, Am I the Butthole? I mean, it's obviously called something else on Reddit, but we're we're going to try to keep it PG if we can. <laughs> but and it I says say, say it. Okay. It's it's the it's the subreddit Reddit am I R slash am I the asshole? And the title oh. of the post is Am I the asshole for not attending my daughter's gender reveal for her lizard? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So you can see why this title kind of just caught my attention. Okay, so let, let's get into this. This is literally, I'm just going to read the post because it, it's just, it, it's a lot. This is literally really stupid, but she's really upset about it. So my 48, daughter 23, so the poster is 48, their daughter is 23, has a blue tongue skink who she heavily adores. She jokingly refers to it as her daughter. I found it weird, but she says it's because it's the closest thing she'll have to a child and she feels a strong emotional bond similar to a child. She has decided to remain child-free for multiple reasons, and I have been very supportive of this decision. Well, she recently took her skink to the vet for a checkup, and she was excited to find out her skink's gender. Afterwards, I got a text asking if I'd come to her gender reveal party she was having. She explained it was just a small get-together with cake and food for her friends she hasn't seen in a while, with the gender reveal being mostly a joke and a way to make fun of real gender reveals. Well, I didn't come. I didn't see a point. It's just a lizard, and I'm a busy person. She later called me and expressed she was kind of sad I didn't come because it had been a while since I'd seen her, but she understood I was busy. I told her that she couldn't actually expect me to come to a gender reveal for a lizard. She said that it wasn't a real gender reveal, that it was more of a joke. It was just really, and it really was just a small gathering to catch up with everyone. I told her if that was the case, she should have just called it a gathering because I'm not coming to a gender reveal unless it's for a real granddaughter. She got quiet for a minute and then turned my words around, claiming I wasn't supportive of her decision to be child free. I told her she can't possibly expect me to treat a lizard as a granddaughter. She said she didn't expect me to, but it was clear I didn't respect her bond with her lizard and her decision and she just wanted to see me, and my reason, reason for, for not coming was hurtful. I told her she was being ridiculous over a lizard. She claimed it wasn't over the lizard, and it was a gathering and not even centered around the lizard. But I stick, I stick to what I said. It's ridiculous to have a gender reveal for a lizard. She hung up, and I got a message from her best friend about how I'm an asshole for treating her that way but I don't think I'm the asshole for not wanting to go to a party for a lizard. Am I the asshole? Um, so I can kind of see both sides to this. I think like if she didn't like make it known that it's really not a gender reveal, like that it really is just like a get together and she is just like joking around about like the gender reveal, then, you know, yes, you know, just, go to the like that's your daughter like just go like she wants to see you she hasn't seen people whatever but she made it seem like it literally was just like a lizard gender reveal party i get him not wanting to go or not going but when he found out that her that like she just wanted him to be there because like she missed him he kind of like i don't like his reaction to her i guess like you know, could have just been like, oh, like you should have said, like I would have come, but you know, like I don't know. I just feel like it came off as whatever. But at the same time, then the daughter did overreact to. I don't know. They're they're both overreacting. I think. Yeah, I kind of feel like they're both overreacting to the whole thing. I mean, it it you know, I mean, I don't know if it's just because it's how he's interpreting it, but it does kind of sound like the way 
you know, based off of that phone conversation he said they had, he's making it sound like she's just taking, she's like really overly missing, like basically, I don't know if she's like willing, willfully misinterpreting what he, his intentions were, like what his objections were or what, but it's like, how do you go from, you know, him thinking that just the whole thing you know, the whole jokey aspect of it was a little too silly for him to saying that he doesn't respect her decision not to ha actually have kids of her own. You know, I mean, I don't know. It, it just seemed to me like that's a little bit reaching that, you know, you're assuming that because he had certain, like for, you know, his his reasons for like, you know, not going, that it's somehow that you know that it's like this whole other meaning that may not necessarily be there but i don't know but yeah. at the same time yeah but but yeah at the same time it's like well she did explain that she was kind of joking that's a gender reveal party but you know right right i am gonna go um i'm gonna do a rating scale uh, on both the daughter and uh the op or the original poster uh because like i said i i love me some r slash on youtube one one of the best out there for doing uh reddit stories and i'm going to give both op and their daughter two out of five assholes a, a two out of five rating for both of them because they're be because OP for me. And the reason is because for OP for me, OP is, is kind of being a bit of an asshole for because they threw the gender, the, the child being child free back in their face. I mean, really they did with the saying they'd only come for a real granddaughter, a real, a real grandchild or a real baby. But because pets can be children, too, are a part of the family. And a lot of people consider their pets as part of their family. Just because it's a, just because it's a lizard doesn't mean that this person, that the daughter doesn't feel like it's really a her child. Even though I have a child, a real live human child, my four legged pet, my cat is also like my baby because I had her first. <laughs> you know, I, I had the cat first before I had the child. So the just because I had the kid doesn't mean the cat's not still my child. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think the daughter was a little bit of an asshole for saying that for marketing the the get together as a gender reveal for a lizard. That that is kind of that is really kind of pushing it, in my opinion. Right. I, I mean, I understand she thinks is thinks of it like a child and she was just joking, but she didn't really make it clear that it was just a joke because she said would you come to her gender reveal party that she was having she didn't say it's just a gathering where i'm going to jokingly reveal my lizard's gender i think the op probably would have come if it had been that right you know right like i think she should have been a little bit more upfront about it like oh like i'm calling it a gender reveal but it's really not like it's about like seeing people i haven't seen in a while yeah, it should have been, she should have put more of the forefront. 
it's a gathering. It's just a party for people I haven't seen. I haven't seen you in a while. I'd love for you to come. But yeah, I did find out what my my uh, skink is, I, this, the gender of my skink. And yeah, I'm going to jokingly reveal it, you know, but it's not an act. It's not a gender reveal party. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of think they're I'm giving them both two out of five assholes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a misunderstanding on both sides. Yeah. It's communication. No, no. Mm-hmm. All right. Liz, you want to go next? You want me to? Um, I can do mine really quickly. Um, um, unlike Mary and Sam, I'm not a particular Reddit reader, user, what have you, per se. I'm I'm mostly like um looking the stuff up for this episode, but um I did actually find um this interesting uh thread. It's not I mean, it is mostly funny, but it's not like purely just haha funny. Um it's a subreddit for Tumblr, which uh all three of us are familiar with. We're regular uh you know, users and readers of content on there. So, but but it's a pretty convenient place to look up um, a variety of different uh, musing uh, posts and what have you from Tumblr onto uh, Reddit, uh, uh, a subreddit. So there's that, actually, I did see this on my uh, dashboard on Tumblr before, but I thought it was like kind of funny that somebody reposted it on here. So it's it's titled... You are too old to be here. Neil Gaiman makes Tumblr a better place. So the context was was that, like, as it turns out, the uh, person who sent in an ask to Neil Gaiman was, like, actually kind of joking when they wrote this. But, you know, uh, Neil Gaiman's response, though, was pretty funny. So the ask was, aren't you, like, 60? No offense, but why the fuck are you on Tumblr? And then Neil Gaiman's response is, because when I signed up for Tumblr back in 2012, nobody told me it would be like Logan's run. And once I got over a certain age, I would need to be hunted down and killed. I suppose I should have read the terms and conditions. You know, <laughs> it's so true. That is so true. Like, so many, like, people are, like, you know, ageist on Tumblr. Like, how dare you, after a certain age, even own a Tumblr? I know. I mean, like, m- like at least half of the accounts that I follow happen to be um, uh, fic writers. And every once in a while, uh, some of them will at some point get an ask, uh, basically asking, them, like, you know, why are you on Tumblr when you have, like, kids to raise? Like, aren't don't you have anything better to do? I mean, it's like... You're telling me that just because somebody is like, I don't know, like, say, 40 and they have two kids, you know, that they aren't allowed to use social media or microblogging. I mean, like, where are the rules that say that? Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it's like you reading that. It, I've seen that so many times on Tumblr. It's not even funny. Yeah, I know. Well, and, and, people yeah. think if you're over the age of 30, that life yeah. stops. Yeah. I mean, that pretty much tells you, like, those people are, like, uh, kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the real question. It's like, uh, if you're kids, then why are you on Tumblr? Exactly. Right. Shouldn't you be, like, doing your homework? Exactly. 
Oh, and, and right. And the thing that also gets to me is that some of the fic writers that I happen to mention, some of them specifically say on their blog, like on their bio thingy that like, oh, 18 plus, because, you know, maybe some of the stories they write happen to be like uh, more adult kind of smutty stuff. So it's mm -hmm. like, why are you on their account? <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Answer that question. Anon. Uh-huh. It, it caused yeah. trouble. But they do. It seems like um and that Neil Gaiman was right when he wrote that it's like it seems like after 30 people think life just stops. That you're no longer you no longer go out, you no longer have fun. God forbid you are dating. Um or having sex, or getting married, having children. I mean, that's all for those 18 to 29-year-olds. Once you hit 30, you if you, ain't, if you ain't hit none of that by the time you're 30, you might as well forget it. Life, just kiss your life goodbye and just go wind up in the nursing home. Yeah. Oh, Mary. Oh, Sam, the good old days. I know, right? I'm like, man. We used to walk up the hill with no shoes on in the snow to go to school okay. both ways. Both ways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I literally told, I told my parents the other day and yes, shock of all shocks. My parents are still living and I'm over the age of 30. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we, need to, um, we need to tell those kids to get off our lawns. Yeah, I know. But I told I I honestly told my parents the other day. I said, "Today's generation would never have survived our growing up. The three of us growing up, they they never would have survived our childhood." Yep. Listen, man. Just because we're in our thirties doesn't mean that we're you know shriveled up and done. Like life is just beginning. Jeez. Well, the 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 scary thing of it is, is that I'm only a couple of months from forty. Nah. 40 doesn't scare me nearly as much as 30 did to be honest and i didn't think 30 scared me until i was about two days away from my birthday and then i just went holy shit i'm gonna be 30 and then now it's, back, it's like a reality check for you yeah and then i then then like two days later i turned 30 and i went oh okay eh. why was i worried was hard for me it was really hard for me because it was like all of a sudden i looked and it was like all the things that i wanted to do or haven't done yet mm -hmm. you know and like i just felt like life was just going by so fast and i just there's so many things that i haven't done and i feel like i'm running out of time type of deal you know right. and like you know unfortunately you tend to compare with people around you and mm -hmm. you know like yeah so that that's kind of why it was you know upsetting for me because i was thinking like when I was born now. I'm the youngest of four. My mom was 31 years old. At 31, my mom was married with four kids. I'm 34 now. And I'm still single with zero kids. And I still live with my mother. So well, I'm not I'm, proud of that fact. But I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm 39, single mom living with her parents still. Because it's cheaper. Right. That's why I'm still living here. It's just cheaper. One day... Yeah. And I mean, and I, ac and I have access to 
childcare. I mean, and before anybody comes for me, my 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 mother is happy to watch my daughter. I don't force my daughter on her because you know what reading some of these stories on here, you I just want to make that clear for people. I, I'm not entitled. I don't think my mother has to watch my daughter. I'm thankful she does. Yeah, I mean, like, if anything, you know, there's some, you know, grandparents who actually would find it insulting, actually, to suggest that they can't uh, babysit their own grandkids, you know? Oh, I know. But I'm just like, I'm thankful that I don't actually have to pay for daycare because it's so dang expensive. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying daycare is is a bad thing, but I'm just thankful I don't have to pay for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, when my sister-in-law, well, actually, when my kids, uh, my kids, my nieces were much younger, um, some of my uh, sister-in-law's co-workers would tell her, like, oh, you're so lucky, your mother-in-law can babysit, you know, your kids, because, you know, you don't have to pay all this money to have a stranger look after them you know, for mm-hmm. hours or whatever the case may be, you know, depending on the age yeah. of the kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, both my nephews are in daycare and my brother and sister-in-law are so excited because um, next year, my oldest nephew will be in first grade. So he'll finally be in public school. Mm-hmm. That's one less kid they have to pay for. Exactly. Exactly. I guess it's my turn. I think it's your turn, Sam. So I like to go to the entitled people subreddit because it's just hilarious the way people actually think. So yeah, the, the, that um, one, that's another favorite of mine. Yes. So this is titled, so I just got invited to a bachelorette party and I'm expected to make a donation even if I don't attend. Right there. Like, whoa. So <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Because the way that he starts it was he starts with the initial texts and then we kind of go into it. So, yeah. All right. So, hi, my name is Allie, Camilla's wedding coordinator. I would like to make you aware of the bachelorette party details. It is such and such in Las Vegas. Will you be in attendance? Please keep in mind that if you do not attend, a donation towards Camilla's expense would still be required. Please respond with a thumbs up or thumbs down at your earliest convenience. Thank you in advance. I got this text message earlier today. A few things to note. One, I have no idea who Allie is. Two, I have no idea who Camilla is. Three, I'm a guy. Four, I can't afford to make a trip to Vegas. So obviously I won't be attending the bachelorette party, though I wouldn't mind hanging around a bunch of hopefully attractive women acting wild. That said, I'm required to still donate towards Camilla's expense, even if I don't attend. Even if I knew her? To say I'd be required to donate is a lot of things, including presumptuous, rude, unprofessional, tacky, etc. All of which I responded back to this, let this wedding coordinator, Allie, then had the gall to tell me that I have too much time on my hands, despite the fact that it took me a few hours to respond. If anyone knows who this Camilla girl is, one, don't respond here since I didn't change her name. I don't know who she is, and there isn't enough information to identify who she really is, so let's keep it that way. Two, let her know that she is an unprofessional and entitled person for a wedding coordinator. Uh, She's going to alienate some of Camilla's friends from her, and she needs to nip that behavior in the bud. Filter the dates to... uh, Okay, that's all all that matters. But So 
here is the entire conversation, okay? So I read the first part. So this is his response. Hi, my name isn't Allie, and I'm not Camilla's wedding coordinator. In fact, I have no idea who Camilla is, nor am I a female. I definitely won't be attending. Also, even if I did know who Camilla is, and even if I were a female, I would not be required to donate towards her expenses. And it's rather presumptuous of you to say, to try and say it is. How would you like it if I told you that even if you weren't attending something of mine, you are required to make a donation towards it? It's rude, disrespectful, uncalled for, unprofessional, tasteless, tacky, and very obnoxious. I certainly hope those who know Camilla tell her of your uncalled for requiring a donation for requiring of donations so that she can fire your unprofessional ass and get someone who actually knows how to act appropriately. The response was, you definitely have too much time on your hands. Have a great day ahead. Response, again, unprofessional. Your response should have been along the lines of, my apologies, I must have mistyped the number. I meant to send the invite to. Instead, you told me I have too much time on my hands, despite the fact that you don't know me and that I didn't immediately respond to your invite because I was busy with other things. You really are a piece of work. She responds, well, don't you think the same would apply calling me unprofessional? You don't know me? Like I said, have a good day and treat others as you would like. It finally ended with, you said a donation is required even if I don't attend. That's unprofessional. So you provided me with a valid reason to say you are unprofessional. Seriously, you are coming off as someone who feels entitled and believes they can do no wrong. Focus on your mistakes before pointing out wrongly perceived flaws in others. I'm just wondering... Is it Allie, like the wedding coordinator, or Camilla that's asking for this? Because if it's Camilla, like, I actually kind of feel bad because Allie's taking the brunt of it from this guy. But Camilla might be the bridezilla that actually expects donation, which is messed up all around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That is, I mean, regardless, like, it, I don't blame the guy for saying that is, like, really rude because, I mean... It's like, you know, why why are you expecting other people to help pay for, you know, what was it, like a bachelorette thing, or what was it, I, I think forget. it's just toward expenses, so yeah, I'm guessing toward the bachelorette party. Yeah, that that's just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that, regardless of who was really the one responsible for, like, that decision, like, asking other amount- of money on a gift for the wedding or mm-hmm. the bridal shower or to um they're trying to cl- they they want all this money so they can pay for their honeymoon or they can all this and all that i'm like if you guys cannot afford what you are the the wedding slash honeymoon that you are planning planning or whatever then you need to step back and be like, hey, maybe we need to tone this down. I am all for people getting the wedding and honeymoon of their dreams. I'm all for it if you can afford it. Right. But you cannot expect other people to pay for it. Mm -hmm. I mean. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I've seen those where it's like they like tear it off. So if you spend this much, you can. You're allowed to get this type of food at the wedding. If you spend this much, you're allowed to get like this type of food at the wedding. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Since when are when did weddings turn into Patreon? I know. I'm like, 
And I guess I'm, I'm in a way, and I admit, I was the little girl that used to dream about her wedding. And I always wanted the fairy tale, like the fairy tale princess wedding, like princess, like I saw the princess Diana wedding, like a couple of, you know, they, they, you know, and that's the type of wedding I would have loved to have had, even though I wasn't born when it, when they, she actually got, when they actually got married. But you know, every little girl dreams of that type of wedding. They do. They dream I, of that. That that type of wedding, that type of that style of wedding dress, maybe not that exact dress because obviously it was the 80s and <laughs> granted it was a beautiful yeah. dress, but no. It did not age well. It, it no. is dated as all get out. Those sleeves, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, don't get me wrong, she looked absolutely radiant in it. Absolutely, but yeah, no. Keep it in the eighties. Exactly. And <laughs> I instead of ha- instead of paying a hundred thousand dollars for a wedding and a in spending like ten thousand on a dress that I'm wearing one day, I would rather have that money for a down payment on a house and then yep. to go on a month long honeymoon. Yep. In Europe. Yep. I mean, I would, I, I, I will be, I would be just happy going to the justice of the peace at the courthouse and signing a piece of paper. And having like a barbecue. Exactly. But then again, I'm a country girl. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Oh, I'm, I've said that a couple of times. I said like, even if, and when I get married, it, it'll definitely be small. Like I just don't want anything too big. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I don't know me the more intimate it is the more special that's just me you know like but you know to to each his own and who knows Mm -hmm. you know I could change my mind I used to want a huge wedding you know like everything changes it just you know it is what it is but yeah no I just but yeah this whole thing where you know people their eyes are bigger than their wallet they're greedy. They're greedy. And they just expect everyone else to pay for it. And then they sit there and they just can't understand why people don't want, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, when I go to a wedding, I give enough to pay for what I think my plate is. Because obviously, I don't know how much people spend on their wedding. So right. I always try and gauge, you know, I, I never do less than 150 a person. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm, you know, giving money. That's just me. Because right. to me, that seems sensible. But apparently not with these people. Thank God no one I know is like ridiculously rich. Right? I mean, yeah. people were saying that I, I read one where it was literally the bride was asking people because her, her entire bridal registry or wedding registry Everything was at least two hundred and fifty dollars or more. And you were not allowed to buy anything for less than two fifty. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Where does she register at Creighton Merrill or something? I don't I have no idea. William Sonoma. I'm I have no clue. I'm just like Lord of mercy. And then I remember, oh, and then the, the de- don't get me started on destination weddings. 
where they literally expect their their guests or their and even their uh bridesmaids and groomsmen to have to pay like thousands of dollars just to get to the destination because they have to pay for their own airfare pay for their own hotel pay for their dress pay for their shoes pay for their jewelry because I, if I remember the one I'm thinking, if, if I can remember the one I'm thinking of, the, it was going to be like over $1,000 just for the dress, shoes, and jewelry. And that that was just for the bridesmaid. The husband was also, and the bridesmaid's husband was also in the wedding. And he had to get a suit and shoes and all that. And then they had to pay for their tickets to the wedding, to the destination for the wedding. And their hotel. Utterly ridiculous. They ended up they ended up dropping from the wedding. They're like, we can't afford this. Right. No, people just make it way too difficult. Exactly. You know, it's it was always bizarre to me, those people that do the destination weddings where there's just no real reason to do it there. I mean, like I guess the only like one of the few destination weddings I guess you could say I've been to, there's a logical reason for it. Like one like the one time i was a bridesmaid was for my cousin she and her husband they live in la his family is based around the san diego area so they had their wedding in the san diego area versus la because san diego is cheaper than la so for obvious reasons it makes perfect sense why their wedding would be in san diego because they all they they live in california so fine you know those of us who have, you know, the time off from work, what have you, that can go to the wedding, went to the wedding, okay? It would be bizarre to all of us if they had gone to, like, I don't know, like, Hawaii for their wedding. It's like, why are you, why are you getting married in Hawaii when you don't even live there? I mean, what, what sense does that make? You know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I don't if get. If I'm it. doing a destination wedding, it's because I don't want anybody there. Exactly, I'm eloping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I'm trust, and trust me, if I would ever elope, I, I, you're damn straight, I'd go to the first tropical country yep. I could find. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's back to me again. Yes. Okay. Once again, I'm st- I- I'm in the Am I the Asshole Red subreddit because that's probably one of my favorite ones because they're these are a lot at times. Okay, title of the post: Am I the asshole for giving the PS5 my husband bought to my nephew? I am a 35 year old woman and my husband is 37. I discovered the other day he had bought a PS5 as a gift for himself, but the thing is, is he used my money to do so without my permission using a portion of my emergency savings that he had access to in case of, you know, an emergency. Which I do not believe being able to get your hands on a new video game console classes as. This led to a huge ar- argument, and I took the console away and reboxed it up. I debated on returning it to the shop for the money, but I know that my sister has been struggling to find one for my 13-year-old nephew for over a year. So instead, I wrapped it up and took it round to hers and put it under the tree and quietly explained what it was and what had happened. My sister then gave me the money for it. My husband went ballistic, shouting and demanding I go get it back, 
which I, of course, refused to do, telling him as it had been bought with my money, it was my choice what happened to it. He is now sulking and refusing to talk to me and acting like a huge child. And there's three edits to this from, from comments. So first edit. For anyone curious about our money situation and why I'm so angry, we each put half of our salary into a communal family fund for the house, bills, groceries, etc. The other half is ours to play with as we want. My husband always blows through his and never saves a penny. Half of my expendable money goes into savings for emergencies as I'm more realistic. Second edit. Stating here because of comments. He refused to pay me back as it was in a quote unquote emergency. Third edit. I have emptied the emergency account that he has access to and put it all in my personal account that he does not have access to, including the money I got from my sister for the PS5. Am I the asshole? Uh, my, wow. response, my response to that was, it would be, uh, hell no, are you, are you the asshole? He's the asshole. Dude, they're it's not like, going to last. It's like you, you're using money that was specifically supposed to be for, you know, savings reasons and emergency reasons, and you're using it to buy a freaking console. Get a life, okay? That is not an emergency. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but that is not an emergency. If that's an emergency to you, you need your priorities checked, okay? <laughs> that's all I can yeah. say about that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, I get, like, he can, you know, spend his money on whatever, but it's, like, at the same time, like, smart. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't think they're going to last. I, <laughs> just, I, I, I don't either. I feel like a divorce is coming. Yes. I I do not believe that she was an asshole. I think her husband is the asshole for yeah. for one for because yes he may have had access to the money, but since he doesn't contribute to that fund, at least from what I from what I can from what I took from her talking about, is he doesn't he doesn't contribute to the emergency fund. It's all her money that she puts in for the for rainy day emergencies. So therefore, he stole her money without asking, even though he had permit, even though, yes, he has access to it, but he could have gone, honey, they have this console. It's the new one. Do you mind if we do you mind if we use some of the money for it so I can buy it and we can you can give it to me for Christmas, like an early Christmas present? Because don't get me wrong. I would love to have a PS5 because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a big gamer. I would love to have one. I would never go out and buy one with somebody else's money without asking them first. Right. Like you have your own money. Do exactly. with, as you please. And exactly. you spend it all the time. So you can't like. So you don't hello? get to this. Yeah. I see divorce coming their way. I I think I'm with you on that one, Sam. But yeah, the the fact that he was he was so upset over her taking it back and giving it to her nephew that the sister even paid her for it. Yeah. The sister paid her back for it, which the yep. sister didn't have to do. Nope. The sister did it because she because uh, the sister is not an asshole. 
and not an entitled person. The husband, however, is an asshole and an entitled person. Liz, did you have another one? Yeah, I'll do mine really quickly. So, um, this is a this is another funny one. Um, it's titled uh, five hundred ninety nine ninety nine dollars. So it's basically a situation where somebody posted something, and then somebody reblogged with uh, an additional comment. So the original post was, "Are you an R pirate or a yo ho ho pirate?" And then the reblogged response was. I'm in, I'm not paying $600 for Photoshop pirate. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to interpret that one. That's one. That's one way to respond to that. Okay. It's like, uh, this just popped into my head and, and, you know, thinking about like a type of pirate or whatever, but like when Napster Oh my god! Huge, and then yeah. remember who was it? Uh, uh, Cusack was talking to Beyonce and was like, "What? You don't like Napster?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> oh my music! That's what made me like the moment that like yeah, I was just like, "Oh, that type of pirate." Got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. That that's. A- a very clever response. Yeah, yes. it is. I give it that is. person credit. Yep. Totally will. <laughs> All right, Sam, what do you got? All right. From send, us, entitled, send us off on a good one. Entitled Parents. Oh, Mom throws it. tantrum over parking. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> yes. So to give some quick backstory, I work at a major arts and crafts team. Store is at your typical shopping center. We have six parking spots directly in front of the door. Four handicap and the other four are for curbside pickups and have giant signs indicating this. We get anywhere from 100 to 200 curbsides a day right now, so the spots are always full. Enter entitled mom. It's raining outside. This mom enters with her two kids, probably around six to eight and immediately asks to speak to a manager. My manager comes over, and this lady starts screaming about how inconsiderate it is that the parking in the front of the store is for curbsides only. She claims the parking should be reserved for people with children. Why? Because don't you know how hard it is to get a child out of a car seat when it's raining? Manager tries to calm her down to no avail. She storms out without even buying anything after screaming for a while. Okay, then happened two days ago. Guess who contacted corporate because we had a store email this morning inquiring about a lady complaining that we blocked all the parking off in the front of the store. We wanted to investigate the complaint. Now the manager has to fill out all of his paperwork over a mom who was upset she got a little wet. Might I add, the parking at the front of the store isn't covered, so she'd get wet regardless. Wow. Yeah. Like, your children are old enough, they're not in car seats anymore. Pretty sure they can unbuckle themselves. You just didn't like that you had to walk. Yeah. I mean, well, they might have been in booster seats because technically kids are supposed to be in booster seats until a certain weight or a certain weight or height, but whatever. Hey, but even my five year old nephew knows how to unbuckle himself. 
Right. I mean, my four and a half year old daughter can unbuckle herself from her car seat. Yes. Even still, like called an umbrella, like to to call. What I think what gets me is that she called corporate and lied to get the store in trouble. Mm-hmm. And now, like the store has to like you know deal with all this crap all because she was upset. She got wet. Utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And like it, it is funny because. Again, as they said at the end, it's not like the front spots were covered. She would have gotten just as wet. Mm-hmm. She parked up front. Oh, yeah, that's my that's my story. <laughs> oh, entitled parents. I mean, I have my own entitled person uh, story when I worked Ooh. at Burger King. Yeah, like my Dude, second or my second or third day in Burger King, and like. You know, there's signs all over the place that like they don't accept any fifty or hundred dollar bills, right? Because obviously, like you know, most of those are counterfeit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this woman comes in, and I'm up front, and I'm doing you know the cashier, and she orders her food for her and her kids, and she hands me a fifty, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't accept fifty dollar bills. She was like, what do you mean you don't accept fifty dollar bills? It's American money. I was like, I understand. I said, but there's signs all over the place. We do not accept any $50 bills. Why? I said, because a lot of the times they are counterfeit. So we just say no to everybody. And she's like, well, mine's not counterfeit. I said, I understand, but I still can't accept it. She threw it at me. I was like, just, you know, give me my change. And I was like, no. (laughs) Oh, and of course, it's like lunch hour rush. Of course. She was like, well, I want to speak to a manager. Always the key phrase for Karen's, right? So thankfully, <laughs> my manager was like right behind me. So she comes up, you know, I tell her like, you know, she wants to pay with the $50 bill. And she comes up, she was like, hi, no. She was like, I don't understand. Like, it's American money. We're in America. Like, why can't I use my $50 bill? And she's like, it's company policy. We do not accept any 50 or $100 bills. Like, that's just, she's like, well, why can't you just make an exception? She's like, because then I'd have to make the exception to everybody. And there's signs on all the doors. Like, it's posted everywhere. We do not accept any $50 bills. A woman flips out, grabs her kids, and starts screaming about how terrible Burger King is. And, you know, we could take our food and shove it up our ass and blah, blah, blah. And she's going to write a letter to corporate and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, lady. So she leaves. We have to now cancel her order. So the next guy comes up and I take his order and he goes, oh, I only have a 50. Is that okay? And I just look at him and he just starts hysterically laughing. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that wasn't nice. <laughs> that was like, that was so mean. But oh, <laughs> I know it's not. It's I'm so used to seeing the signs that say we do not accept fifties or fifties or or hundred dollar bills. That one time, I literally, literally, all I had on me was a fifty. I had nothing else. I mean, I had a credit card, so I could have used that. But I was in a, I was at the convenient getting some like snacks before work. And I walk, walked up to the cashier and I was, she was checking me out. I'm like, 
I'm like, do you accept 50s here? Because I said, that's the only cash I have on me. And I didn't really want to use my card for it. But and I kind of wanted to break the 50. But and she's like, oh, yeah, we we accept them here. So thankfully they did. And she's like, it's it's. I'm like, oh, I'm glad to hear that. Because I said a lot of places don't accept them because and I mean, I knew why they didn't accept them. But she's like, I know, but we do here. Like, cool. She says, as long as we have the money in the register, at least. I'm like, that's understandable. Yeah, right. I mean, listen, there there were some cases, like, if someone ordered $50 worth of stuff, like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? Like, if you only have a 50, like, they would take it. It was just, like, she ordered, like, you know, $15 or, like, $20 worth of stuff. Like, yeah. It was going to be, like, a, a nice chunk of change coming back to her. And, you know, it was just, yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, like, the next guy was just like, oh, I only have a 50. <laughs> and, like, as soon as he started laughing, I think my whole body just, like, deflated. Like, I was like, oh, God, not again. <laughs> and that's the day I decided I hated retail. <laughs> yeah. Don't most people hate retail exactly because of that reason? Yes. Yes, because people yes. are assholes yes they are if you're for all of our listeners treat all retail and food service people with kindness because it is not easy and if you do work in retail and or food industry my heart goes out to you because i know how you feel yes i mean i try to treat everybody that works well i try to treat everybody the same you know Hmm. I, i try to live by the golden rule of treat treat everyone the way you want to be treated and obviously i want to be treated with respect you know kindness and respect so i try to be kind and respectful to everybody so moral of the story is don't be an entitled person don't be an asshole yeah moral of the story is don't don't be a bitch or a dick just just don't yeah i mean when then we'll read about you on Reddit and we'll make fun of you. Exactly. So that's <laughs> Pretty what, much. That's why it's known as the golden rule. Treat <laughs> others as you want them to treat you. It's actually do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But it's the same thing. I'm like, damn it, just treat people with kindness and respect. And guess what? They'll usually treat you that way back. You won't you end do- up on Reddit. You know what? That's a goal. I want to end up on Reddit. <laughs> I just want to go scrolling through and be like, "Hey, that's me. That's who they're talking about." No, I don't. <laughs> I, I could have probably put I could have put a few things up on uh, nice guys, the r slash nice guys when I was doing uh when I was attempting online dating. Oh God, yeah, yeah, it's a because... whole nother episode. <laughs> Okay, so before we close out, as usual, uh, we have an email address where you can send us questions, comments, uh, criticisms on how to improve our show. Um, you can email us at threefatesdecide at gmail.com. It's the title of our podcast, all in one word, and the three is spelt out. And you can also reach us on Instagram at threefatesdecide. The three is spelled out. And feel free to send us DMs. Let us know what you think. We love feedback. Thanks for listening, everyone. 
catch us next time and see what we're going to talk about because the three fates decide